You know, it's going amazing. It's going awesome because, you know, I'm on the phone with you talking about a WWE <laughs> 2K challenge where a guy can win or a girl can win $1 million. I've heard this, and I've heard that you're going to play a big role in it right down to support, well, coaching some of the finalists. Is that right? I'm going to try to do as much as I possibly can to help these, one of these kids win a million dollars and beat the phenomenal AJ Styles. But let me tell you something. Whoever makes it to the finals is going to have their hands full because AJ Styles plays video games all day, every day. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he beats everyone in the locker room. And this dude is just a gamer upon, uh, upon gamers. I mean, he may be phenomenal in the ring, but on the video game, he is even more than phenomenal. He is, he is awesome. And uh, let me tell you, the, the thing about it is, you know, these finalists are going for a million dollars. They better come correct. They better come well-planned, well-strategized, and ready to go. Now, my job is to coach them, as well as Ember Moon's job, as well as Kofi and Big E, as well as Paige. Our job is to coach them the best we possibly can to beat AJ Styles. But if they don't come correct, they're not going to even have a chance. Well, then I guess the real question, if AJ Styles plays games that much, and obviously on Up, Up, Down, Down, we've seen that he, like you say, he's quite a good gamer. How are you better than AJ Styles is when it comes to video games? Because surely you're going to have to offer your expertise, expertise up. And the only way someone's going to be able to beat AJ Styles is if you can get them to that level. Depends if, if, what game we're playing. I mean, if we're playing Galaga or Tetris, then yes, I can beat him. If we're playing WWE 2K19, absolutely not, 100% no. Uh, he just plays that game way too much. And, uh, I mean, he, the guy plays it all day, every day. So, you know, I got a lot of things on my plate. I got, you know, uh, I got Ms. and Mrs., where I'm executive producer and star of. You know, it's coming out April 2nd on Tuesday, uh, 10 o'clock after SmackDown Live. You know, I'm executive producer and star, so it's a lot of work. Uh, I got 14 episodes that I'm doing, as well as, you know, being a WWE superstar, I got Shane McMahon hitting me in the back, you know, uh, and then, uh, you know, I have a huge promo tonight, and then I have a huge WrestleMania match against Shane McMahon, which is going to be on the WWE Network. So I got a lot of things on my plate right now, uh, you know, coming into, into uh, this WWE 2K Million Dollar Challenge. So me playing that video game as much as AJ, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> I was going to talk to you about that as well, because you've always been, you've got a reputation for being like the go-to guy, that for, for WWE and I think you've said that yourself over the years and obviously over the last sort of 12 24 months you've added even more to that slate obviously you're doing the the WWE 2k challenge you've got your new reality show and you know just the normal trials and tribulations of a WWE superstar how do you keep adding stuff in and yet still somehow create more time to the point where surely you must turn some stuff down I mean how do you keep packing it all in I don't know I really <laughs> don't like even 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 myself like I go I don't know how, like, when I get done with this stuff, I literally go, I don't know how I did that. Like, I don't know how I just filmed 14 episodes of Ms. and Mrs. while being a, a full-time WWE superstar. I mean, if you look at it, no real people, no superstars do that, you know, where it's, it, and, and by the way, it's just Maurice and I. It's not like, you know, a, 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 a lot of people that they can film. It's like every scene is like of me and Maurice. And so you get to see the insights of our lives. And it's a show that we're passionate about. It's heartfelt. It's funny. And it's something that you can sit down with your whole family and watch and really enjoy. And, uh, you know, I, I truly believe, uh, I'll even put it out there, you know, this is my four-year consideration Emmy nomination campaign starting right here with you. <laughs> so, uh, you know, 
I do believe that the show is up to par and it is up to the Emmy standards. And, you know, hopefully we'll get a, a nomination this year. Well, I, I will be your British representative to that. I will fly the flag for you over here. Thank you very and, much. That's all right. You're, you're very, very I welcome. Do you ever kind of have these moments where, obviously, because you've had quite a, quite a fascinating career, really, obviously starting with, you know, the reality TV stuff and then jumping across to, to WWE. When you do keep adding all these extra bits to your, to your suit of diet, do you ever have these moments where, in the very rare time you do have to sit down and take it all in, think, how the hell did I manage to get here? Because obviously, you know, getting to WWE by itself is a massive achievement. But you can kind of break all, you know, even something like, you know, being able to headline WrestleMania against John Cena, you know, a few years, well, quite a while ago now. But still, do you ever sort of have these moments where you kind of think, how did I do all this? And how do these new things keep coming up? 100%. I have that happen all the time, every day. And I always try to take a moment uh, in whatever I'm doing to make sure that I, uh, that I really focus on, you know, appreciating where I've come and what I've worked for. Because if I don't, then what's the sense of it? What's the make of it, you know? So I try to always sit back and go, wow, this is what I'm doing. This is pretty incredible. Do you plan any of this in as well? Because I would imagine something like, again, I know the, the focus of this call was about the, the, the WWE 2K million dollar challenge. Do you plan for this stuff? Or you know, is it a case that there is an opportunity going around backstage and you go to the relevant people saying, I will do that? Or has we actually got to the point now where it's just, we'll go to the Miz first because A, we know he can do it. And also he seems to get a kick out of it. Uh, I think it's a little bit of everything. I think WWE 2K knows uh, the type of talent they're getting when they ask me to to be a coach on this thing. They know I put everything into uh, whatever I'm doing. So if they want me to be a coach, they know I will basically, you know, coach whoever my, uh, my, my person is that I'm teaching uh, the best of my ability. I will give them entertainment. I will make it must see. And hopefully I will lead this person to victory over AJ Styles because let's face it, $1 million winning that for this, uh, for a person is a life changer. It changes people's lives. And so I want to make sure that this person is ready to go against AJ Styles so they can change their lives. And plus, i got to make sure that this person's ready to be seen on so many platforms. I mean, you're going to be all over the Fox Sports digital platforms. You'll be seen by millions on Caffeine TV, WWE.com, as well as WWE Network. So, uh, you know, this is all taking place the Friday right before NXT TakeOver. So, I mean, it's a huge platform. It's at Barclays Center. So I need to get them prepared for that. And and I think WWE 2K, as well as WWE in general, knows the type of work ethic I have and uh, knows that I will put everything into everything I, anything I, I, I'm, I'm asked to do. And it's the thing that I'm passionate about as well. Like, I love video games. You know, growing up when I was a child, I remember my dad getting me a Nintendo when I was in kindergarten and me playing Super Mario Brothers all the way up until I was leaving for the bus. I remember that. I don't remember anything when I was five years old, six years old. But I remember playing Super Mario Brothers and Tetris with my father, you know, in our living room, in our condo. And, you know, that's the type of memories that I have. I mean, I remember playing video games. That's, the, that, that's why I, I, I'm so passionate about it now. I know it's, like, it's a question everybody asks, but I'm always intrigued by the answer. In that case, you know, with all this love that you have for video games, again, now... You know, I know you're coaching and stuff as well, but you're also, you know, you can sit down and play yourself in the game. And it's all well and good. Everyone goes, oh, yeah, you know, it's really, really cool. But again, you've just shown clear passion for games. How, you know, when you first see yourself in like a WWE 2K, 2K game, 
I mean, just just try and explain what that is like for somebody because that alone, that having action figures and even seeing yourself on TV is something. But obviously, games get bigger, bigger each and every year, and you've now kind of been immortalized in that digital space, uh, well, forever. Look, I remember playing WrestleFest when I was a child <laughs> and playing with all these these different WWE characters. I remember going to Toys R Us, uh, you know, uh, God rest his soul, Toys R Us. But uh, I remember going to Toys R Us. And in picking out all these action figures of WWE superstars, never in my wildest dreams did I ever think a kid from Parma, Ohio, would grow up to become one of the biggest WWE superstars ever and to have my own action figure, to have my own, you know, face and body, you know, put on a video game where I actually can play as myself. I mean, it's absolutely truly incredible. And, you know, I applaud WWE 2K for the amazing graphics. Like, I always tell them, they can make me more jacked and more ripped, but they're all about authenticity, you know, and making the game play smooth and easy. And uh, I'm like, listen, you can you can make me better. And they're like, no, like you can make me do flips and stuff. No, like, all right, got to be authentic, got to be W2K. But I mean, it's a dream come true, man. I never thought in my wildest dreams this would all happen to me. But uh, just goes to show if you have the talent, you have the work ethic, you have the ability to sacrifice. You know, it takes a certain type of person to become a WWE superstar, and it takes another type of person to be successful in WWE. You know, that's why uh, I've been there for 13 years, been able to evolve my character and really hone in on what I'm doing. And uh, I put passion into everything I do. And uh, I hope that the fans get to see that, and I hope it shows. Can't that be your fee for doing all this million-dollar challenge stuff? Can't you say, I'll do the million-dollar challenge, but you got to make me more jacked and you got to give me like a double moonsault or something like that in the game and make me 99. In the you, know, you know, WWE 2K people are listening right now. So I hope <laughs> they heard you say that. So I don't have to. Well, look, the other thing is if they do do that, like if they give you like a moveset, which is clearly not what they're used to seeing in the ring, that will just wind every up. That will wind everyone up. We know what the internet does when it gets wound up. That's free advertising. That is free publicity. Listen, everyone will be talking about. I tell them to make my power score more powerful than everybody else <laughs> all the time. Well, they should do it. I'm gonna. So not only am I gonna pimp out your your reality show over here, I'm also gonna push for this as you as well, Miz. This is what I'm gonna do for you over here in the UK. I would be I would be your representative. I know we're on a on a time here as well. I just want to point out as well. Obviously, you're going into a really interesting feud at the moment with with Shane McMahon. And you know, for the majority of your career, obviously, you've played uh, you've played the bad guy. You know, you've been the guy that everybody loves to hate. But now you've kind of switched it up a little bit. And I know for you know me for one who's watched you for your entire career, I find that really interesting, especially because the story you're involved in it kind of you know it's been leading that way. And then to see that the trigger be pulled. Again, it just makes it interesting, like you say, for a guy that has been in the WWE 13 years. How is it for you to try and embark on like a proper, a proper good guy run where you also have you know, genuine sympathy from the fans? Interesting for you, weird for me. Uh, you know, <laughs> being uh, you know, a villain my, basically my entire career, and then you know, I felt like I was really, really like honing in on being one of the greatest villains of all time you know, up until three months ago. You know, I was despised. I was hated. I could make everyone hate me at a drop of a dime. And then all of a sudden things change. And, you know, the villains become the hero. You know, you look at the Joker. You look at Freddy Krueger. You know, as time progressed, they became the good guys. And uh, as much as you hated them, despised them, you know, it, they, they became, you know, like people that you rooted for. So it's weird for me to have this transition, but... 
I'm going to accept it, you know, because, you know, I've never been accepted by the WWE universe. I've never been accepted by the locker room. I've always felt like I was a person, like an outcast, if you will, that just worked hard and tried hard and did my best to do whatever I had to do to survive in this, in this pool of sharks. And, uh, and, you know, here comes 13 years later, I think I'm starting to get my, my due, my due diligence. And as for Shane McMahon, uh, he's going to see a fire that, that nobody has seen before in the Miz at WrestleMania, because it's one thing to put your hands on me. It's another thing to put your hands on my family. Well, that was going to be my last question, actually. With this transition you've been going through, do you think your reality show and the fact that you've become a father has kind of helped with the, with the switch? Because obviously, you know, everybody can understand that, that, you know, the plight of the family men. Do you think that's kind of been a factor in it? A hundred percent. hundred percent. I think, I think people, uh, you know, even when I first got to WWE, everyone thought that I played this, this egotistical, arrogant, cocky person so well that, that they thought that was me. And they didn't realize I was just a good actor. No. Uh, but uh, it's funny because it's like, uh, it's one of those things where, like, I played it so well that everyone thought that's exactly who I am. Now you get to see the insights. That's the, that's the great thing about Ms. and Mrs. You really get to see the insights of who Maurice and myself is. And we really bring you uh, behind our closed doors and into our household. And you get to see our family and how we interact with them. And I think it's relatable. That's the great thing about Ms. and Mrs. It's a very relatable show. I mean, how many people are first-time parents? I mean, a lot of people can raise their hands to that and, and see that we go through the same troubles as everybody else, uh, except for now I have to be a WWE superstar on the side as well. You know, so it's, it's an interesting fact. and It's a dream feat, and I think people are relate to that, and they see that, and they like it. And, uh, you know... It, it, it was an honor and, and a privilege to have Ms. Mrs. have such amazing ratings and such incredible reviews because Maurice and I really put our heart into making this show the best possible show we possibly can. And, uh, you know, to see the fans really love it and enjoy it and it to be a success was, you know, very, very awesome because, you know, I started out on reality TV and I never thought I'd ever go back because back then when I was on a reality show, it was the worst thing you could do. It was career suicide. You'll never amount to anything. Now everything's a reality show and things have changed. The landscape has changed and you could do anything. And, you know, that, that giving me the vote of confidence to do it really uh, set my mind into making the best reality show out there. You're like, I don't even like to call it a reality show. I like to call it a hybrid reality show because, you know, I like to look at our show as, you know, it's a reality. Is it, is it our real life? Yes. But when you watch it, I want you to watch it as an office, as a Kirby enthusiasm, as a Seinfeld, you know, as a modern family. And the reason why I want you to watch it like that is because I don't want to be asked, is that real? Was that real? I want you to watch it to be entertained, to, to watch it to say, wow, this is incredible. You know, I want to be a part of this family. I want to watch it each and every week because I know they're going to entertain me each and every week. And of course... To tie it up in a nice little bow, because I know how people like these things to go, it means in around about 20 years, you can teach your daughter how to play WWE 2K, whatever it will be at that stage. And maybe she can win that year's Million Dollar well, Challenge. 
I could teach my daughter and uh, my uh, newborn. Of course, yes. I don't know if I'm having another boy or a girl, but it's on the way. Tag team. And uh, I'm super excited to meet him or her. Absolutely. I'll teach them all how to play video games. (laughs) Teach them how to win. Exactly. Go kick AJ Styles' ass. Even in 20 years' time, he'll be like 60 then. It'll be easy. You can can run him down. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be easy. He won't even be a... He won't even be able to see the screen, so it'll be easy to win. (laughs) Exactly. Miz, thank you so much for your time, man, and good luck with WrestleMania and everything in the future. Thank you very much. Have a good day.